the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Monday, August the 14th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On August 14, 1945, President Harry Truman announced that Imperial Japan had surrendered unconditionally. World War II was over as far as the fighting. Today in 1848, the Oregon Territory was created. Today, in 1935, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed the Social uh, Security Act, became law. Today, in 1941, President Franklin D. Roosevelt and British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, they issued the Atlantic Charter. It was a statement of principles that renounced aggression. And today, in 1995, Shannon Faulkner realized her dream. She officially became the first female cadet in the history of the Citadel, South Carolina State Military College. However, Faulkner dropped out less than a week later. She said the pressure was too much. A lot of pressure in this world, a lot of pressure in all of our daily lives. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 70, he said, Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. He was sending up an urgency signal to the Lord, as though the Lord didn't know his circumstances. That's what we all do. And that's fine. God understands. He made us. The psalmist continues, he said, Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put in confusion that desire my heart, and my hurt, rather. Let, let them be uh, turned back for a reward of their shame that say, Aha! Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee, and let such as love thy salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help, my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarrying. In other words, Lord, please hurry. I can't take this much longer. Have you ever been in a circumstance like that? Of course you have. Many are going through that as we speak in our country, around the world. Psalm 71 begins with these words, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. <laughs> Incline thine ear unto me and save me. The Lord is our light, our salvation. Who should we be afraid of? Nothing or no one. But sometimes we are. But we've got to keep refocusing our lives, our hearts, our minds on the Lord. He is our salvation. These are no question. These are terrible times in many respects. Life is good when you're walking in the Lord regardless of the exterior circumstances. But these are not good times. 
in America and elsewhere. But our, our lives are not based on the culture. Our lives are based on the eternal God who loves us, who created us, and loves us, and cares for us. And that God is watching over everything that goes on, and he's in control. In fact, in fact, when a sparrow falls out of a tree and dies, he knows. God is in control. He truly is. But the psalmist was right. Then and now, there is a orchestrated effort against righteousness and the people who follow and serve the righteous God, the God who created it all. Former British Army reservist is set to face trial November 16th. He's brought up to trial on criminal charges arising from his silent prayer near, near an abortion clinic in Bournemouth, England. You say, oh, well, that's England. We don't, we don't have to worry about that. Well, we should be aware of this. Believe me. A British court announced that on last Wednesday. This Adam Smith Connery stood silently with his head bowed and his back to the clinic on Ophir Road in the coastal resort town, this Bournemouth, England. And uh, a statement from his lawyer said the man was praying silently for those facing difficult decisions relating to abortion, as well as praying regarding the child that he lost by a bad decision, he and a, a woman, she got an abortion, and he paid for it. And he's living with that, according to this story. Initially, when they saw him standing there with his back to the abortion clinic, with his head bowed, his eyes closed, and he was not speaking audibly. They fined him $127, but what he was criminally charged later with breaching a public spaces protection order covering the clinic and the surrounding area. The council enforcement officers told him he was being fined because of the prayer that you've admitted to. Those were their words to him. Outside the courthouse, Mr. Smith Connor broke down in tears. He was talk talking to some people in the press about this statement. He said he stood silently near the facility, did not approach anyone, did not speak to anyone, did not utter a word out loud. He was praying to God, probably asking forgiveness again for, for his indiscretion of the past in boarding a baby or a, his participation in it. He paid for it. He broke down in tears. He said, I, I, I wasn't saying anything. I wasn't trying to change anybody's mind. I was just praying to God. A local lawyer says, quote, this case, the third such action in Britain this year, he said, raises the specter of thought crime and the prosecutions in other areas because of thought crimes. In other words, if they can feel they have determined what you're thinking or what you might be praying silently, they can punish you for that in this situation. Yes, this is, is Great Britain, but how far are we from them? Most of us, many of us in this country have British blood in our veins. I mean, one of our ancestors came from there. It won't be long. Because the same spirit that's driving these kinds of actions in England is here. 
and they will soon we will soon see a case i would suspect once you introduce yourself this lawyer says once you introduce yourself your content based criminal prosecutions based on what somebody is thinking he said then there's really no logical end point he said because anything any viewpoint that goes against the prevailing norms of society today may well change to something else tomorrow that's exactly what happens relativism is a part of so-called progressivism democrats the left there is no fixed truth so whatever is truth today may not be truth tomorrow so once they begin to pierce this most intimate part of a human being and say you were thinking this or you were praying to god and you were doing it here and because of your prayer they said that because of your prayer you will now be in court on november 16th that's chilling and it's concerning and it certainly should be 80-year-old President Joe Biden's age is a worry for Democrats. <laughs> Boy, that's an understatement like, oh, why would they be worried about Joe Biden? Yeah, they took a poll. Uh, Newsweek uh, conducted this poll through Redfield and Wilton Strategies. They do a lot of a lot of uh, political polling. So News, Newsweek hired them, and they published this. It's out this morning. Uh, they, they found that a majority of Democrats, it was just a poll among Democrats. It didn't include any independents or any Republicans. And it was uh, among Democrats, they found 21% said they were very concerned, like underline very. 23% said they, have fairly, they were fairly concerned. 31% they said they were somewhat or slightly concerned. That adds up to a total of 75% of Democrats are concerned that Joe Biden can't do the job if he's reelected. Why would they vote for him? Because they hate Trump. That's what it's all about. They can't bring themselves to think about the country for a moment. 75% of Democrats are concerned about Joe Biden being able to do his job. If he's elected to another term, well, he can't do his job now. So, I mean, that's an easy conclusion. 22% said they're not concerned at all about Biden's age. They think he's doing great. 3% said they don't know. They're not sure. (laughs) I don't know how, I don't know how people can be not sure about some things that are so obvious, but that seems to be the case. Speaking of cases, records reveal that Dr. Fauci made over $300 million from COVID pandemic while Americans were suffering. Yeah, this, this this is confirmed. It didn't all go to him personally. I'm going to lay it out for you today. You need to know this because we're coming back around. They're starting to talk about these regular shots and regular boosters for, you know, for COVID and blah, blah, blah. I see kind of a dark cloud on the horizon. And let's just talk a little bit about what's kind of driving this cloud. I'm not anti-vax totally, but I'm anti-nonsense. And this whole COVID thing has turned into quote-unquote nonsense as far as I'm concerned. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, and I'm not pretending to be. But I do read a lot. I read a lot about things that matter because we talk about it on this program. And if you're listening, I want to say something. 
some of the programs come on. I, I, I don't want to get sidetracked, but some of these programs come on, and man, these guys are all over the place, and it just tells me they have it prepared. They just get on and start talking, and some of them are terrific because they are prepared, and you know the difference, and so do I. So I want to do the best I can do each day when we talk on this program. So I do a lot of reading and a lot of research. So here's what we found out in the last couple of weeks. And I think this speaks not only of the past, but it speaks to the future as well, what we can expect to see coming. According to records that have been revealed and that are in the hands of reliable sources, reliable conservative sources and news organizations, according to the records, the former NIH director, Dr. Francis Collins, you remember hearing his name a lot during the pandemic, and former NIAID director, Dr. Anthony Fauci, we all remember Fauci, they made huge profits from royalty checks during the Chinese virus-fueled pandemic, they're saying. At the same time, thousands of people were struggling to put food on the table and struggling with fear. I mean, am I going to get COVID? Am I going to be end up in a back of a truck, a refrigerator truck, because they can't bury me? I mean, all this stuff was going on. Fauci was raking in the money. Open the Books is a transparency organization recently released these 1,500 unredacted records revealing the leaders of the country's National Institutes of Health and National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases profited off the virus that killed thousands of people around the world and here in America. On top of that, Fauci funded the Wuhan Institute of Virology to research the coronavirus. And it was going on when it was supposed to be stopped. The records show Collins and Fauci got 58 royalty payments for allowing companies to use their COVID-19 vaccines. It becomes theirs, even though they're working for a government agency and they're being paid by the government. In fact, Fauci was the highest paid government employee in America. I'll come back to that in a moment. But during the COVID vaccine, uh, COVID-19 vaccines, that in return was developed with funding from U.S. taxpayers. So we were paying the billions of dollars to create this, this, this shot, this vaccine that they were going to give everyone and going to save us from all from getting COVID. At the same time, Fauci and Collins and these guys, and, and there's more. It's not just them. I mean, they're at the top of the pyramid, but there's more. They were getting checks, and it was their vaccine. That's the strangest mix of capitalism and socialism that I've ever seen. The government puts all the money out there because of a socialistic need to help everybody, and that's fine. I mean, there should be a safety net. There should be that value for Americans provided by our government. Our government, is, in fact, is in place to just do a couple of things. You would know that by watching them. They're all over the place. I mean, I haven't heard of anyone being arrested and brought to trial in America yet for what they were praying silently. But I, unfortunately, won't be surprised when I do hear about it. Because that's the trend, that's the bent of the left in America today, including our president, for sure. 
So anyway, these records show that Collins and Fauci got 58 royalty payments for allowing companies to use their their COVID vaccines. I don't know why that bothers me so much. It shouldn't be theirs. The people that paid for it, it should be theirs. And there are us. Town Hall is a pretty accurate uh, news source. And I like them a lot. I like the people that write there. I don't know any of them personally. I don't think I know any of them. But I, I, I like what they write. I like where they're coming from. They're pretty straight up on their reporting. They said, so in other words, the COVID pandemic was one big ploy for the government to get massively wealthy. Well, <laughs> that's about the way it looks. Through the Freedom of Information Act, that's a FOIA uh, request, 56,000 transactions were recorded, totaling over $325 million banked by these experts. The NIH continues to refuse, the town hall says, to voluntarily divulge the names of the scientists who receive royalties and from which companies over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. Senator Rand Paul has been just hot over this, and I've talked about it. I've mentioned some of the things he said on this program because I, I, I thought, man, he, he's a doctor. I mean, like a medical doctor, and he he's not, understands kind of how this stuff works. And he's been really upset, and he and Fauci have gone at it. I've looked at a number of clips, and perhaps you have too, or you've seen it when it was happening, but... Rand Paul said, we know, we know that. He said, not because you told us, but he said, because we forced you to tell us through the Freedom of Information Act, through a FOIA. Fauci received 37 payments from three entities between 2010 and 2011, 15 from Santa Cruz Biotechnology, which ranks fifth in royalty payments. Fauci also received 14 from Ancel Corporation and 8 from Chiron Corporation, which was later bought by uh, Novartis, I think is how you pronounce it, according to the company to obtain significant NIH funds. So they, the com- a big company bought the little company that was sending Fauci money so that that big company could get funds for research, funds paid by the American taxpayer. According to the open books, names and license numbers for each uh, payment are absent from most of the records, data that the NIH initially withheld but was later forced to release by court thanks to our some of our dependable elected officials. That was a high, the highest paid. Fauci was the highest paid federal worker, as I said. He got, he he got la, the last full year he worked for the government, standing up every day at the news conferences. He got four hundred eighty thousand dollars. He had said publicly a couple of times. I saw him say it on one video. He said, "I'm don't." He was very angry. I think it was at Rand Paul, but it was at somebody, and he said, "I'm donating all my royalties to charity." Well, they looked into that too. He has donated zero. Not one dime to charity of those of the monies he's gotten from royalties. The New York Post said yesterday that National Institutes of Health Scientists raked in more than $325 million in their research in royalties from Chinese and Russian entities, as well as pharmaceutical companies. Over more than a decade, they've been taking these checks. It isn't new 
It isn't just new to these people. They've been doing it the whole time. They use taxpayer money to create new medicine, which is great. I mean, that, if it helps people, praise the Lord. God is Lord over all, vaccines and everything. But they've been enriching themselves secretly and unfairly and then trying their best to lie about it when people like Rand Paul and others really go after them in these hearings. Fauci got so angry his face turned red when Rand Paul was pressing him and saying, are you getting royalties? He's funny. He said, that's none of your business. And Rand Paul said, oh, yes, it is. I'm an elected representative of the people of the United States. He said, it is my business. As most of the recognized officials in NIH, Dr. Anthony Fauci was kind of the face of these third world royalties controversy. The CEO, Adam um, Andrews Juski, he's the head of the open books. He said that, uh, he said, we found out a lot more than it was just not a single scientist, though. It was not just Fauci. It was a whole bunch of people underneath him. They weren't getting as much as he was, but they were getting money. They're taking these royalties, but apparently there's some, um, there's some law or some policy that kind of looks the other way or it gives them the right to do this. Um, and they're, they're able to make up to a certain amount of money. And I'll get to that in a moment, but I, I, I was not aware of that. I mean, I'm not aware of a lot of things, but I wasn't aware of that. And that was a little bit surprising to me that they, the government would set up something that's so enriching to these people who are paid so well and are funded with taxpayer money so that they can make the product at no cost to them and then go out and sell it for lifetime royalties. I don't know. Maybe that shouldn't bother me, but it does. It bothers me a lot. Not that they make money. Man, if some guy goes out and makes billions of dollars doing something good for them, I mean, it's great. That's capitalism. But I don't know. This just doesn't feel right any way you look at it. We've learned that a number of scientists, including Fauci, are receiving royalties from the COVID vaccinations and others, other vaccines as well. The scientists are allowed, under these special policies, I guess, they're allowed up to $150,000 per year in royalties. But from what I read, there's much, much, much more than $150,000 flowing to some of these guys. Double dealing, some are taking much, much more. Unredacted documents obtained by the group, the Through Freedom of Information Act, the FOIA, show at least 34 Chinese companies are licensing NIH technologies initially funded by taxpayers. So we paid the taxes. They've been getting royalties from these other companies, including American companies. Now we find out that 34, <coughs> excuse me, 34 Chinese companies are licensing NIH technologies. That's Fauci, or it was. I think he might have resigned from that. He stepped back from something he was doing in addition to his job with the government. But anyway, they're, they're licensing these technologies. So now... China is taking our our work, what we've discovered in our labs that we the people paid for, 
they're taking that now, and every time they use it, supposedly, they're supposed to send Fauci and others a royalty check. Is this beginning <laughs> to bother you? I hope it is. We need, I mean, don't get depressed, but be informed. We need to know what's going on in our culture. I believe that God would have his people to know what's going on in the culture. Some of these licensing fees are coming from the Wuhan Institute of Biological Products Company Limited. That's a subsidiary of the Chinese government-owned pharmaceutical company Sinopharm, which produced a COVID-19 vaccine themselves. But now they're using ours and paying them these guys royalties. We little people kind of find this hard to digest, I think. Through our taxes, we're paying for all this, and these people are enriching themselves. It sounds very parallel to the Biden family. They're just tapping different markets at the people's expense. Fauci is apparently, several news sources said, apparently raking in millions of dollars from these. He's claimed publicly that he's donated the royalties, as, as I said, but there's not a dime that shows up anywhere. People have researched this completely. This Dr. Robert Shinnok is a former head of NIAID's laboratory and in infectious diseases, and Dr. Jeffrey Cohen, his successor, they were just a few of the virologists that showed up on this. They were on the take. They were taking money for a long time. They're out of the picture now, but it's unbelievable. This Russian animal vaccine producer, reported to be a front for the Soviet-era bioweapons research, they're making, they've made several payments to scientists from the CDC. This is why Rand Paul has been so, so angry at Fauci. I don't think it was personal. I think it became personal. But he knew these scientists were enriching themselves by manipulating the United States and the world during this very difficult time. Other third-party payments came from firms in, in at least 31 countries, Belarus, Switzerland, Japan, Germany, France, Canada, India, Ireland, Singapore, Israel, United Kingdom, and some others. Royalties also came from U.S.-based Purdue Pharmaceuticals, which has twice pleaded guilty to deceptive marketing tax, uh, tactics about OxyContin. Paul was, uh, he recently referred to Fauci, referred Fauci to the Department of Justice for having allegedly lied to Congress about government funding of Chinese labs. So he's trying to get that hearing. But the, the, the Senate committee voted against him. All the Democrats voted against him, but it, it, they made it stick because Senator Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, a Republican, supposedly, voted against having a hearing with, with Fauci under oath. Some employees of the federal government are receiving royalties paid out Paul said in a July Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee hearing, he said, without this amendment, taxpayers and Congress itself are left in the dark when trying to access conflicts of interest. The National Review gave us the bottom line on this. <laughs> they said NIH is essentially telling you, the taxpayer, to pay up and shut up. They'll run things. To say the least, congressional oversight is warranted over these questions. It's time for Fauci and Congress and Collins to answer some pointed questions. That is so true. We are kept in the dark as much as possible. 
And sometimes that makes us feel a little bit like the psalmist David felt when he said, Lord, please hurry. <laughs> the Lord the Lord knows, and he's right on time. Hey, thanks for being with me today, and thank you for your support. We need it. We'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.